Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to the, the Andrea K Show. It is Friday, Friday fun day, and we are going to actually work in a little fun here on tonight's show coming off of this really intense, anxious-filled time that we have here as we are within days. It feels like uh, feels like it's, it's a year from now before we're going to get through these midterms, but it's really just right around the corner, and it's going to be here actually before we know it, and I'm certainly hoping that we're going to be celebrating next Tuesday night, and I do hope that you will join us. Uh, Ed Martin's going to be in town from St. Louis. Uh, he, you know, he's got a show there every day from 3 to 5 p.m. on The Answer St. Louis, and then also he's got a show here from 9 to 11 p.m. every night here. So he's going to be in town. Please come down to Golden Hall. We are going to be there Tuesday night for the midterm elections from 6 to 11 p.m. We're going to be giving you guys great analysis. We're going to have amazing guests. We hope that you will come in and uh, come down there. If you're in uh, Southern California, come join us. In fact, if you come down, you can actually not only have fun and hang out with us and just you know see the show and see the great guests, but you can actually even maybe win some amazing gift certificates, uh, little prizes, just to make it even more fun. So go to the website, theanswersandiego.com, and there's information there on how you can enter to win. We're going to be giving away four gift cards for some yummy meals. we got two gift uh, cards we're going to be giving away for the Cheesecake Factory, two for Richard Walker's Pancake House, but you must be present to win. And you know who's always present? Every night, 6 to 7 p.m. here on FM 96.1 and AM 1170. It's the man. He's not going to be with me Monday night, but at least I got him tonight rolling into the weekend. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. DJ Carrot Sticks. I love this country. Go Tigers! Trying to give them a little extra AK karma because they got a big challenge this weekend. You know what? It ain't too big for a Bengal Tiger. Have you, you seen Mike the Tiger, baby? If they had your energy, there'd be no, there'd be no game. That's yeah. You know, we're going to be bringing our A game. If y'all don't know what DJ Carrot Sticks is talking about, tomorrow is the game. I think of the year. It's the SEC showdown between number five LSU. I think we're number five. And numero uno, Alabama. I don't know what it's going to take to knock Alabama out of the number one spot every year. It might take somebody. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put out any any evil spirits towards that Nick Saban dude. Tuh, tuh. Uh, but, <laughs> but anyway, uh, it's gonna be a showdown tomorrow night. So I'm wearing my LSU shirt tonight, and we're gonna be sending the good vibes down there to my LSU Tigers. What are you gonna do for fun this weekend, DJ Carrot Sticks? Well, tonight I'm doing a, a Dia, Dia de los Muertos uh, procession through Chicano Park. Awesome. So they asked our bicycle club to come, and we're going to be in the rear as making sure nobody gets lost and lighting the way for people. Okay, now pay attention when you're down in Ch- Chicano Park because you're going to be by my favorite Mexican restaurant, the one that you've never eaten at in it's all these on years. on the path of the procession. Yeah, Las Cuatro's Milpas. How have you never been there? 
Um, anyway, so glad to have you guys here with me tonight. If you're watching on Facebook Live, thank you uh, for always doing a great job of keeping keeping the conversation rolling there. A little bit later on the show, if you want to not just comment on Facebook Live, but you can also call in, chime in on the topics of the day, and I'm going to be giving away another free copy of Dinesh D'Souza's movie, Death of a Nation. I'm going to explain how you can win that in the next uh, segment. Question of the day. Tomorrow is another time change. You know, it's spring forward, fall back. We'll Tomorrow, it's time to change your clocks again. And there's actually a proposition on the ballot this election about that. So my question for you guys, whether you're in California or not, is what do you think about this time change? My buddy Eric Geis was uh, talking about it this morning. Do you think that we should just keep it consistent? What do you think about this time change every year? I hate it. I'm going to talk about the pros and cons of that proposition a little bit later in the show, but I would love to get your take on it. Do you like it? Do you? Does it not bother you? There's no right or wrong answer to this. Just curious what you guys think about it. 888-344-1170. Um, I want to start the show today. I really didn't have an idea. You know, I like to keep it fun on Friday, but unfortunately today, I had to start my day by saying goodbye to an American hero. I had to go to a funeral service today at the military, uh, Miramar uh, Military Cemetery. You know, Miramar is where Top Gun School used to be. It's now the MCAS, Marine Corps Air Station. Top Gun moved up to Fallon. Um, but a friend of mine um, was uh, laid to rest today. I'm going to try to get through this. This is a man who uh, he not only joined the military in wartime, but he actually did two tours of duty in Vietnam as a fighter pilot. He was actually shot down over Vietnam two weeks before John McCain. And he, when he was shot down, he was shot down just offshore. And if you can imagine this, he gets shot down. His radar intercept officer, his Rio, was burned over most of his body. It was a really hellacious attack on his jet Forced to, so he ends up in the water. He's he's just offshore from the VC in a shootout, and he can hear in his ear the helicopter pilot being told to abandon him and leave him there, to leave him and his Rio in the water. Can you imagine what that's like? It's tough enough. It's it takes enough courage just just to to join up the military during the Vietnam War, but let alone to go through that. That's the kind of hero. He was the kind of character and grit and integrity he had. And by the way, he told that helicopter pilot, you will come back and get me and my Rio out of this water. Okay. And he did. This man went on to be a very successful man. And, and I got to know him in the last 10 years or so ago. And what an amazing hero he was. Truly a hero. Any, anybody, all of our military men who, and women who risk their lives for this country are true heroes. You know, it, that, I, that's what a hero is. A hero is somebody who chooses to risk their life for their fellow man and to do it on, on behalf of this country. He, I got to know him really well, and I certainly got to know his political views, and he was a conservative to his core. And when he risked his life on behalf of this country, it was with meaning because of what he believed in. He believed in America's greatness. That's a true hero, that you, when you're willing to die for this country, A hero is not some media mogul like Oprah Winfrey who rose to great wealth with talent, I might add, but only was able to get that kind of largesse off of the very system, the incredible system of the United States of America, the unique system, the experiment of the United States and the U.S. Constitution. She rose to incredible wealth off of that system and is now going around bad mouth in this country saying that she's down there to represent the people that were lynched like a dog whistle, basically carrying on Obama's anti-divisive, anti-American crap. 
That is not what this man and other heroes risked their lives for. He did not risk his life so that this country could have somebody like her who rose to to wealth off the backs of people like him and this U.S. uh, system just to try to turn it into Venezuela. Nor did he risk his life so that this country could be taken over by 60 million illegals coming into this country to steal this country from his grandchildren. And he certainly did not risk his life so that the San Diego citizens could vote in a, into Congress a man whose family are Hamas terrorists. We are, we are days away from an incredibly important midterm election. It is unlike anything ever before because the, our military heroes of the past and even the ones present, I mean, are they really out? Do we really think that they're risking their lives for this? Oprah, Oprah Winfrey's down there talking about how she's backing Abrams because Abrams represents the values of America and of what this country founded on. What? And it's democracy. First of all, Oprah, you need to get yourself back into some civics class because we're not a democracy. We are a republic. And this country was not founded under the concept of, quote, helping people, as she talked about, because this country was founded on limited government. It was not founded under the concept of forced charity, where we would have some centralized government dictating to us, come and taking money from us to give to somebody else that Oprah thinks that we should be supporting. You write, you get out that fat checkbook of yours, Oprah, and start writing some checks. That's not what this country was founded on. This country was certainly not founded on, on, that, uh, on the concept of not just forced charity, but socialism. They want to tell us, it's so insulting to have somebody like her tell us what our values are. She didn't have the right to dictate to me what our values are. And our values, by the way, as a country, are supposed to be based on Judeo-Christian values, not all that New Age crap that she got into. And then we got Obama down there lecturing us about divisiveness and bad rhetoric. Really? She's down there dog whistling, saying she's down there on behalf of those who were lynched? And let's talk about nasty rhetoric. Let me, let me, let me remind you guys of some really nasty rhetoric on the part of the Democrats. They're going to put you all back in chains. Yeah, that was Joe Biden. They're going to put y'all back in chains. You want to talk about some hate-filled, nasty rhetoric. Fear-mongering. It's not, it's not fear-mongering of President Trump to try to stop an invasion of thousands of people coming into this country. See, that's, that's another tactic that the left likes to use. They like to say that if we disagree with something or if we don't want to support something that some other person is doing, well, you just must, you're, just, you're just fearful. You're, fear, you're, you're afraid. No, I'm not afraid. It's not about being afraid of the concept of illegal aliens. It's about the fact that I don't want, they don't have the right to be here into this country. This is about the rule of law and it's about the future of this country. An invasion of people. Our, our founder, our country was not founded under the concept of having open borders and not being, not being a country. That's not what this country was founded on. I'm glad, by the way, I don't know if you guys heard that the caravan, the caravan is suing the federal government. And you know what? I'm glad. At first, I was really angry about it. And then I thought, you know what? I'm glad it happened that this caravan is suing. Because, it, first of all, it reminded us that this is a political movement. It's not about asylum seeking. Nobody down there. It's not like they're trying to flee communism. It also proves that as Trump said, that there's big money and there was, quote, professionalism behind it. And it certainly reminds the American people how the left wants to use the courts as a weapon against us. That means it's another reminder of why we must keep the Republican Party in complete control of both houses of Congress with President Trump, because we've got to continue to not just have good justices on the Supreme Court, but also at our lower courts. 
So we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to continue this uh, this on the, about the caravan and about the midterm elections. But then I'm going to also uh, give away some free copies of the DVD, one copy, Dinesh D'Souza's Death of a Nation, 888-344-1170, and super easy. DJ Carrot Sticks likes to keep it easy for you all to win. All you got to do is call in and tell me, what do you think about this time change? Are you for the time change? Or are you against the time change? And then I'm going to tell you all a little bit about the proposition that's on the ballot and the arguments for and against, and uh, some other time. Oh, and later on in the show, we got Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. And in our Friday Fun Day segment, we've got a contestant on the Food Network's Holiday Baking Championship coming up. Stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K., spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. This is Jennifer Horn for the Salem Radio Network. The Democrats resorted to extreme measures to defeat Justice Kavanaugh. Even though they lost, they apparently have no shame or intention of changing their ugly tactics. Republican Senator Susan Collins was first bribed, then vilified and threatened for supporting him. Why the ugliness? As we look to the election, Democrats are terrified they may lose government support for their ardent supporter, Planned Parenthood. They justify it as, quote, protecting women's health, but it's really about money and power. They didn't mind risking the health of Dr. Christine Ford, their star anti-Kavanaugh witness. After losing in 2016 and failing to stop this Supreme Court nominee, the behavior of the left has turned radical and dangerous. It ought not be rewarded. Join me in voting Republican on November the 6th. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Larry Elder here with my buddy Aaron, founder of California Deluxe Windows. Thank you, Larry. I take it from here. Just wanted to let our listeners know that if you purchase our Platinum Series windows and doors before the end of the year, you will get free, real free, not fake free, a feature that will benefit you for a very long time. Forget about squeegees and rags and hiring a window washers. You will get an upgrade to a self-cleaning glass. Let's ultraviolet rays of the sun, natural moisture 
moisture rain. Clean your windows for free. For the best quality windows and doors, call my buddy Aaron for 20% off your entire order and one year interest free financing. California Deluxe Windows, 888 New Windows. That's 888 New Windows. And he will indeed say, Your house can be covered with potato chips. We wouldn't crack one. 888 New Windows. That's 888 New Windows. CSLB number 774518. Some restrictions may apply. This is Dr. Sebastian Gorka. President Obama's eight years of leading from behind left the world in flames. From Russia's invasion of Ukraine to North Korea's missile tests and a growing ISIS caliphate. Under President Trump, American leadership is being restored. But that does not mean our enemies have disappeared. That's why I wrote my new book, Why We Fight, Defeating America's Enemies with No Apologies. As a former deputy assistant to President Trump for strategy, I explain the threats posed by enemies like Russia, China, and the global jihadi movement. We must know our enemies and have the will to defeat them. In my book, Why We Fight, we take off the political correctness blinders of the Obama years and learn how we can vanquish our enemies without mortal combat. Sebastian Gorka's new book, Why We Fight, Defeating America's Enemies with No Apologies, is available now from Amazon and Barnes & Noble. FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. News, politics, and current events. It's The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show, Friday Fun Day. We're going to have a little fun later on uh, with a guest, special guest with us for our Friday Fun Day segment, who's actually a contestant on this year's Holiday Baking Championship on the Food Network. But before then, we're going to have a little fun with some callers because Oli from Chula Vista is on the line. He's got something he wants to say. Hey, Oli, welcome to the Andrea K. Show. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Oh, listen, I, I, I was just listening. I was on my trainer in my garage listening to you, and you are better than anybody on radio when you uh, share your disdain for certain things. When you were talking about Oprah Winfrey, I mean, the way you talk and the way you express yourself, uh, I just want to applaud you. I mean, uh, you're exciting to listen to better than anybody on radio and and that's that's what i have to share with you it's just amazing i have such joy when i get to listen to you in the evening oh so, uh, that... listen you're you're awesome you're you're just amazing well thank you so and ever... much and and for the record for everybody listening i've never met Oli before and no he's not a family member he's not my brother calling in <laughs> no, I started listening to you accidentally about two months ago and i'm and i'm a, i'm a fan obviously but, uh, but again, um, there's no one on radio that expresses themselves, uh, especially when you're uh, upset about them. You, re- you really know how to share that, and that's what we need well, thank more you. people. Yeah, you're absolutely welcome. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And you know what? While you're on the line, what's your, what's your thoughts on uh, this, the time change? I don't know if you know, but that Proposition 7 is on the ballot tomorrow, and uh, if you vote yes on it, it means that with two-thirds of a majority in the state legislature, they could actually vote to abolish this time change, and then we would just be annually on a daylight savings time. How do you feel about the time change? Uh, well, I like sunshine. Yeah. So uh, I, 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 I've been an advocate of that for years. I've, I've, I've wondered why we have to change the time and get dark early. Yeah. Um, uh, even from a safety standpoint uh, for kids, uh, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Well, I, so I, I've been. An, uh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to tell you that. Excuse me for interrupting. What the argument is against it? 
as one expert I heard who's actually, I guess, a, a, a part of this ballot initiative, or I, I guess he's part of the no side of it, he said that initially the time we actually started adhering actually to one clock was because of train schedules and that, you know, really to make it easier for planes, you know, trains and automobiles to, well, not automobiles so much, but scheduling, that it was important that everybody kind of get on the same page from a clock standpoint. Okay, well, that makes sense to me. Then he goes on to say that really with the daylight savings time and shifting like spring forward, fall back, is really it's about trying to make sure that we coordinate our schedules and that if we didn't change it, when it gets into the fall, there's only 10 hours of daylight you're going to get every day. And that they move it in the fall, um, you, ter- you turn the clock back so that because the fear is, is that kids going off to school and people going off to work in the morning, if it's too dark, that what's ultimately going to happen is you'll have some school districts here changing the schedules, but not all will. And that way they need to keep everything coordinated. But I'm like, well, why do we have to all be on the same schedule? So what if some school districts or some businesses change the schedule? Why would we, why do we, what's wrong with that? Thank you. Um, again, your argument is, is perfect. So uh, anyway, uh, I'm for a lot of day, a lot of daylight, and uh, right. uh, I think it's good for everybody. So me too. Uh, I'm a fan. Always have been. Well, thank you, Ali. I appreciate it. All right, bye now. Thanks have a for, nice day. You Bye-bye. too, hun. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. So it's like my my thing is, if we're only going to have ten hours a day. In the morning, you get up. You you don't. You have very little free time in the morning before you go off to school or before you go to work. So why not have the most? You know, if you're gonna, most of your off time during the winter is at the end of the day, at the end of the school day. Why not have the most sunlight you can then? Why waste the sunlight if you're only gonna get limited amount in the fall? Why waste it in the morning? Your thoughts, DJ Caristics? I, I totally agree, and it just takes so much time to get used to it, and then you know, back and forth. And I, I, isn't this originally for farmers? Is that why they did the daylight savings? I, I'm not sure. Probably so that they, yeah. But I mean, they still they still only have the same ten hours. So you know, so I don't know. Same ten hours of sunlight. Arizona a day. doesn't do it. No. So you know what? Sorry, farmers. It, you know that's what you know. And it, it, it can't be all about you, farmers. Right. So Farm, anyway, so I right. <laughs> so I say vote yes on Proposition Seven. The only p- complaint that I have is why is it that it, that voting yes on this only gives the legislators a chance to, to through a two-thirds of a majority. Why not just put it out to the voters and let us decide? That's ridiculous. Uh, getting back to the hot topics of the day, 888-344-1170, if you'd like to chime in. Oh, I forgot to offer Oli an uh, opportunity to uh, win a free DVD of D- uh, Death of a Nation. 888-344-1170, if you'd like to win your copy of that. Um, also, uh, all of President Trump's friends and allies in the mainstream media have some advice for President Trump today. It's like they all got the talking points memo today when they started talking about how Trump needs to get off this immigration stuff. He needs to just be focusing on the economy. Why talk about immigration? That's such that's such a downer for people. Oh, you know, and I'm sure that Chris Wallace and all the other in the mainstream media, all the never Trumpers that are coming out today with their advice for President Trump. I'm sure they've just conveniently forgotten about the fact that in 2016, one of the main reasons why President Trump won, including tearing down that blue wall, including attracting African-Americans to vote, was because he was saying we needed to seal the border. Because you know what? Immigration is not just a security issue. It is an economic issue. And everybody knows it. And the voters know it. And that, 
And that's why uh, the African-Americans started peeling off. Because they knew that these, as one African-American put it, there's about 60 million people who have come into this country illegally over time. And they're taking jobs away from the African-American community. So I'm going to go uh, to my buddy. It sounds like uh, Chet's on the line. He wants to chime in on these never-Trumpers. Hey, Chet. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Hey, Andrea. You know, going through social media for the past few days after the synagogue shooting, mm-hmm. I've seen this this rallying point from the left that Trump is anti-Semitic. Now, I don't understand why they're saying it. You know, his daughter converted. His son-in-law is Jewish. His grandchildren are Jewish. Why do you think they have tagged him with that? Well, because it's it's all about identity politics. For the same reason they've tagged him as hating brown people if he wants to enforce our nation's laws. You know, he's not saying anything different that Harry Reid didn't say back in 1993 when Harry Reid was saying that any country that with his birthright citizenship, it's insane for a country to do that. Um, so it's anything that they can do. They have nothing to offer from an economic standpoint. In fact, uh, Jared Bernstein, who was the uh, economic advisor to Joe Biden, tweeted out today because we had a new jobs report come out. He said pretty much everything you could want in a monthly jobs report. Payroll gains way better than expected. Nice pop in labor force participation. Wage growth continues to strengthen. Finally beating inflation. Real gains. Score one for room to run crowd. This from a Democrat. So they, they can't run on, yeah. on they can't run on on a- economic. The one area, I'm glad you called, the one area where I think the left has uh, found an inch is the Republicans did not do what they needed to do with repeal and replace Obamacare. And that has given them something to run on. So that's the only economic thing that they've got that they are using against the Republican Party. And now you've got the Republican Party uh, in defense mode trying to compete and go, oh, yes, we, we're going to give pre-existing conditions when what they should have been doing is they should have been doing what they promised to do, repeal and replace with uh, free market solutions, uh, potable, portable uh, insurance policies, uh, not forcing married 60, 60-year-old lesbians to buy maternity you know, coverage and that kind of thing. Your thoughts on, on uh, that? Well, I, you know, what I called about I think is very important because it exposes the lying from the left. I mean, if anybody on the left can say, hey, this guy's anti-Semitic, his family is Jewish. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. They just they go for the lowest rung. And then they hope that it makes sense to some of the lowest uh, IQ individuals that may be voting for them. And that's how they're trying to defeat us in the midterms. And, you know, here's the other thing. I think there is going to be a red wave. I don't think it's going to be a blue wave, but I, but I hope, I hope that people are just not going to sit on their laurels because they like the way the economy's going and they like the way that jobs are going. And, you know, that doesn't mean to sit home. You right. have to get out there and vote. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. Getting back to the Jewish thing, I don't think it's going to – I think that he's got Jewish grandchildren. I think I think it's obvious why the left is trying to play that card. I don't think it's going to work. The identity politics did not play uh, in 2016. That's why it's kind of confusing to me that they're trying to play that card now. And I think that's why they are actually going to the pre-existing conditions because that is the one little quiver in their air, in their arrow that they can use against the Republican Party. Chet, thanks for calling in as always. You're always a great guest. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to shift gears into the... Uh, did y'all hear about... Uh, we're going to talk a little high school insanity. Did y'all hear about the school teachers that got suspended? 
with their yeah for for one of their costumes. Wait did you wait till you hear this? Kind of got me giggling. Uh, and eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Call in if you want to win Dinesh D'Souza's uh, d- copy of his DVD Death of a Nation. Eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Hi, this is Andrea Kay of the Andrea Kay Show. And I'm Ed Martin of the Ed Martin Movement. Come see Ed and myself for extensive live coverage of the 2018 midterm elections. All the action starts at 6 p.m. with your very own Andrea Kay and me, Ed Martin, broadcasting live from Election Central at Golden Hall in downtown San Diego. And after you cast your vote on Tuesday, November 6th, come join us at Golden Hall or listen 6 to 11 p.m. on The Answer San Diego. Learn more about this free event at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Sponsored by Turning Point USA at San Diego State University. Attorney Paul Hanks at the Santee Legal Center is ready to serve your estate planning needs with a powerful and ironclad living trust package. A comprehensive living trust avoids probate, protects your beneficiaries, and saves time and money. The process to obtain a living trust package should be simple and affordable. Do not be misled into thinking a high price means a better living trust. Attorney Paul Hanks at the Santee Legal Center will perform a free, personalized evaluation of your estate and match you with the correct living trust package at a great price, backed by a low price guarantee. You've worked hard to acquire a home and build wealth over the years, and now is your time to protect and preserve your estate. The last thing you want your heirs to deal with is a costly and prolonged probate proceeding after you've passed away. A living trust is the optimum estate planning tool and will bring you peace of mind. Go to SanteeLegalCenter.com for more information or email radio at SanteeLegalCenter.com. Do it today and rest easy tomorrow. That's SanteeLegalCenter.com. What's the scariest thing about going to the dentist? Opening your mouth or opening your wallet? Because just a simple cleaning can cost $150 and things like root canals can cost you hundreds more. If you don't have dental insurance to help, you should give Physicians Mutual Insurance Company a call. 1-800-709-3321. This isn't a discount plan or preventive-only coverage. This is real dental insurance that helps pay for checkups right away. So you can call today and get your teeth cleaned tomorrow. Plus, it helps cover the more expensive procedures you might need down the road. Fillings, crowns, bridges, even costly dentures. There's no deductible and no annual maximum. Your acceptance is guaranteed for one of these insurance policies, even if you're retired or on Medicare. Plus, you can choose any dentist you'd like. That's right, any dentist you want. Call and we'll rush you a free information kit with all the details. 1-800-709-3321. 
That's 1-800-709-3321. 1-800-709-3321. It's good to ask for advice, but what if you're getting advice from the wrong people? That's why I wrote the book, Financial Detox, and why I'm inviting you to listen to our radio program, Hi, I'm Jason Labram of Labram Wealth Management. Join us for Financial Detox Saturday afternoons at 1.30. At Labram Wealth, we give you a written plan, one that's research-based and truly customized, giving you the highest probability of achieving your goals. Call us at 877-707-8889. Learn more at labramwealth.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. 888-344-1170 if you would like to call in. Speaking of callers, I'm going to go to the phones real quick. Um, and then uh, I'm going to talk to my buddy Bob Walters. He's back for his weekly education segment. We got some interesting stuff, including some teachers that got in trouble for the Halloween costume. But before I talk to Bob Walters, I'm going to go to Paul. Who's on the phone? Hey, Paul, welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hey, what's up, Dynamite in the dress? Ah, uh, not a mooch. <laughs> Where are you calling from, Paul? Mary Mesa. Hey, you know, I emailed you a couple of times, and I know you said, you know, to try and call the show. This is like a couple of months ago. But anyways, I'm usually at work, so I don't get a chance to call, but I listen all the time. And I want to agree with that caller. I mean, you're just awesome. Especially when you go off on your rants, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then you got a little southern thing going on in the voice. It's like, oh, yeah, you go, cool, girl. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I was born in Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. Um, then a daughter of two Marines. After my dad retired, we settled in the New Orleans area. So I, I was spent, you know, time pretty much all over all over the south. Are you from San Diego originally? No. Well, actually, I'm originally from Jamaica, but I lived um, in the northeast, like, Connecticut and Boston went to school at Northeastern. And then I moved out here about 20 years ago. So I'm San Diego now, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's refreshing to hear your voice. I mean, you, Levin, and um, probably Rush are like the three. I mean, you're the next wave of conservative talk show hosts. Oh, I love hearing speak your it, voice. Brother. You know, it's just, you know, it's just, like I said, it's just a refreshing change, you know? Well, thank Especially you so much. Like my day isn't complete. I get a little AK. You got to wait the rest <laughs> of the weekend until AK is back on the radio again on Monday. <laughs> well, thank you so <laughs> much, you, Paul. These are sticks. I mean, that's the perfect pair. Yeah, thank you so much. Hey, if, if, you get, if you're free Tuesday night, come down to Golden Hall. I'd love to meet you in person. I, I sure will try to do that. All right, honey. Well, thank you for calling in. You have a good weekend and a good night. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Um, okay, so uh, Bob Walters, who wrote the book, he has done so much to try to take uh, back our education system. I think I told you guys, I was at, speaking at a Republican Party event recently, and this one guy was like, look, yeah, I know about this terrorism that's going on and what's happening in these mosques, but the most important issue that we've got is that the left took over our schools, and they're churning out these little socialist, you know, uh, soldier bees, and we got to take our schools back, and that's what Bob Walters has been fighting to do. He's written a great book everybody needs to read because it's the lesson plan for how to do that, and it's not just about taking the schools back and returning them to education centers, but it also actually has some ways that they can actually go out and get work, and the book is called Facing Reality in American Education. You can get it on Amazon. Uh, hey, Bob, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Good to be here. Yeah. So um, did you hear about the, I forgot to send you this article, but I get, you might be hearing this now, like all the listeners for the first time. There were some school teachers that got, uh, they're under investigation, Bob, because they all dressed together to um, five or six of them at, to, to look like they're Trump's border wall. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not surprised, but 
And I'm like, well, what's to investigate? And by the way, it's not necessarily a pro-Trump thing because it could be considered an no. anti-Trump thing if it's the wall. Because it's like between five or six of them, they all um, each individual ends up making a wall, and then across five or six of them, it says, you know, make America great again. Um, I think what got one of the teachers in trouble is that one of them was actually wearing a sombrero, and I guess you're not allowed to do that anymore. So I guess next time I go to Tijuana, Bob, I'm not going to be allowed to put on a sombrero and do a shot of tequila. I guess that's what's next. Uh, that's the amazing thing. You're not allowed to be a Mexican unless you are a Mexican. You can't dress as a, a Chinese person unless you are Chinese in, at Halloween. Yeah. And then you got uh, the criticism done of uh, that one broadcaster for talking about blackface Halloween costumes. Yeah. Whereas you got Al Roker, who condemned her for it, dressed up as a white man at yeah. Halloween. Yeah, That's I mean, okay. it's 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 so <laughs> hypocritical, and it's just gotten to where you know we there's not any area of our society that hasn't been completely corrupted. Um, you know, we we've got. Uh, I'm not going to make an announcement here, but we we're working. Po- I guess I shouldn't have said that. I'm going to leave it up. The there's an announcement coming about a new show here on the station involving some young conservatives, and it was refreshing because I told them about our education segments and about how you know you're working hard to take them back, and they said, "Yeah, the schools have been completely taken over." Um, you there have been strides that have been made. More uh, parents becoming aware here in California about the uh, sex education, the gross stuff that's being taught to our kids. But do you know what's being taught to them in terms of immigration? And how they're being oh, yeah. indoctrinated there. Yeah, it's it's really amazing what's going on. They're, they decided and there was a big article where one of the leaders of the of that movement said, we don't have to spend much time educating the public about the importance and value of welcoming communities into this country. If this value was learned at the young age, we need to focus on the on the children in our schools, and, and you know they, they want to emphasize diversity and understanding of differences and acceptance of those differences. And to preach the fact that human migration is just a normal facet of life, and we should accept everyone in the country, in the world to come into this country, whether they're legal or not. Wow. That there's no distinction should be made. And that's, that's the message being taught to these young people, aside from a basic castigation, if you will, of, of America's culture and, and background and Anglo-Judeo traditions. Just open the borders. Let everybody in. And they even go as far in some of these documents I've read where they maintain that the students need to be taught what a poor, bitter life these poor immigrants, like coming up from Nicaragua, have suffered. Therefore, we should open the border and let them all in. We should not divert any of them for any circumstance. And you need to make the kids feel empathy for these kids. Well, it's fine to have empathy, but you still have to have the rule of law and some coordination or you're going to have no country. Well, exactly. And I was thinking about it. it uh, I heard a quote, I think it was from uh, Pastor David Jeremiah from Shadow Mountain Church here in San Diego, who said he was he did a sermon about wisdom versus knowledge. And uh, and it got me thinking about the, the difference between conservatives and the Marxist speech, because he said he used the analogy. Uh, knowledge is that a tomato is a fruit versus a vegetable. Wisdom is knowing not to put tomato in a fruit salad. And what they're doing with their children is they're teaching them um, knowledge is to tell a child 
child that some people coming here are poor and that's why they want to come here. Wisdom is teaching children that you can't let everybody in and it who wants to come in because then we won't have a country left. And oh, by the way, we shouldn't even be discussing this in these schools with these kids because they should be just taught basic math, reading, writing, the three R's. Yeah. Not, why are they even getting into this with kids in the first place? But so much, the reason why they're going to kids is because so much about liberalism and the wisdom versus knowledge category is based on immaturity. It's based on emotions. It's not about wisdom. There's no wisdom no. in handing our country in open borders and letting anybody come in who wants to come in because we cannot economically sustain it. Yeah, forget about learning how to read and do math. That's not as important as getting the doctrination of what they, these left-wing people believe to be the new moral character of America. That's right. And, and and in terms of economics, uh, Zero Hedge has an article out. I'm going to post it on my Facebook that says we are at, we are at a point to where we already have in this country, without this migration that's coming here now, more than 50 percent of Americans receiving some kind of assistance from the federal government. And now it's about uh, voting uh, for a living instead of working for a living. We cannot sustain this. We cannot allow us to get to get more and more and more of an entitlement society. Or these children that are being taught this crap in schools are not going to have a future. They're just not. I agree, particularly when they're being taught that capitalism is is just unworthy compared to socialism. In addition to what these other left wing dogmas are being taught, it's just a, a a bad combination for the future of the country if we don't do something to stop it. And regrettably, the teachers' union is is captivated by these people. And I know some teachers who are opposed to the teachers' union and the stance they take on these issues, but they're afraid to speak up. Well, they, they think it injures their, their career and yes. terminate their jobs. Well, everybody needs to understand how important this issue is. We must take our schools back. Go to, if you're in San Diego, you can get information on uh, how to vote on every issue, the ballot issues. Go to sandiegorepublicans.org, and you will see uh, who's on the ballot for the different school districts around San Diego. Um, Bob Walters, you can go to him on Facebook and message him there if you want information on Orange County. But I'm sure there's also the Orange County Republican Guide. Uh, there's, you know, we've got to get involved and you know what, not just know to vote. Maybe next time you might want to run for school board, but we've got to get involved. Even if you don't have kids, this is really where the battlefield is because the future of this country is based upon these kids that they're indoctrinating right now and then putting them out there to vote. Bob Walters has the great book, get it facing reality in American education. It's on Amazon. And Bob, by the way, is going to be down at Golden Hall on Tuesday. So come on down to Golden Hall and meet Bob, right, Bob? (laughs) That's right. Can't wait to see you again in person. All right. You take care. Thanks, hon. All right. Now, stay tuned. We'll be right back with a contestant from the Food Network for this uh, year's uh, uh, Holiday Baking Championship. And the number is 888-344-1170 if you've got anything you want to share with me. And uh, up later, Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. 
Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego, The Answer. Friends of The Answer, the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews is conducting special Wings of Eagles Freedom Flights this month. You, your family, or your business can sponsor a Jew on one of these flights. We're expecting to rescue hundreds of God's chosen people on upcoming Wings of Eagles Freedom Flights to Israel, taking place from Ukraine, Brazil, Russia, France, Latvia, Turkey, Uzbekistan, and Lithuania. The cost to rescue one Jew and put them on a seat on one of these flights is $1,500. With your gift today of any amount, we'll partner your donation with other Christians, and together you'll rescue a precious Jew on Wings of Eagles. As a listener to KCBQ The Answer, we are asking for your help today. Call 844-80-WINGS. That's 844-809-4647. Or donate online at ifcj.org radio. Most solar companies try to sell you a leased solar system. The owner of your system, the solar company, keeps your 30% federal tax credit, and they don't pass a refund back to you. In fact, their prices remain just as high. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. Most lease systems are too small, so you're still paying the power company and your lease every month. When you own it, you get to use a 30% tax credit. Keegan Electric Solar is a veteran-owned company with an A-plus rating with the BBB. When you call Keegan Electric Solar at 619-742-8376, you deal with me directly. From start to finish, a licensed electrical contractor. Don't allow these large solar companies to keep your tax break. I'm offering a $2,000 off electrical panel upgrade or a $2,000 credit towards a purchase of your system. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com or call 619-742-8376 to talk with me today. Who else wants to discover how to invest in cash-flowing apartments without dealing with a single tenant? Join us for a fast-start, two-hour free training event and discover a proven system created by a landscaper who went from mowing lawns to controlling over 8,000 units. You'll discover how to safely invest in apartments using little or none of your own money, how to create a monthly passive income stream that'll allow you to retire in as little as three to five years. Ari Mentor, the experts in apartment investing education for over 15 years, will be in the San Diego area sharing this unique system. Be one of the first 30 callers now to get your seat at this class free. Call 800-403-6287. Investing in apartments requires little money down and low risk if trained properly. Learn the secrets from the experts at RE Mentor in just two hours. Call 800-403-6287 and be one of the first 30 callers at 800-403-6287. You have nothing to lose and a legacy to gain. So call 800-403-6287. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to the Andrea K show. Yes, I am the donut queen, but I love all desserts. In fact, 
Uh, some of you who know me well know that I'm really just a frustrated pastry chef in, in my personal life. I grew up baking and loving to bake. It is truly my favorite hobby, and I would bake all day every day if I could, and I would eat baked goods all day every day if I could, but then I, then I wouldn't be able to roll in here and do my show every night. That pumpkin bread was pretty amazing. It was, wasn't it? it was yeah, yeah, good. yeah. See, I got skills. I can work. I, I, I can. Uh, I, I'm hot in more rooms than just the radio booth. Okay, so I love to bake, and so I'm super excited. Uh, <laughs> I'm super excited to have my next guest. She's actually one of the competitors, one of the contestants for this season's holiday baking championship on Food Network. I love. I watch every show on Food Network, and I particularly love the ones that are competitions. And um, I'm always on the edge of my seat in a nervous wreck. I don't know how they do it. Joining me now is one of this uh, season's contestants, who's here from San Diego County, and it's Jamie DeSena. Hi, Jamie. Welcome to the show. Hi. Okay, so um, first of all, how do you even get to be a contestant on the show? How did that work? Um, it was actually it actually came as a surprise. Uh, I was at work and they left a voicemail for me, and I honestly thought someone was pranking me. Uh-huh. Um, I gave them a call back, and it actually turned out to be the actual Food Network asking me to be on the show. So it was actually really like crazy that how it happened. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think I would fall on the floor. I think I would be like, what? Are you for real? Like, come on now. Yeah. It, uh, was, it was unbelievable. I was like, are you serious? <laughs> now, speaking of real, how real is it that you guys, I mean, you get told what the challenge is because there's all these different challenges like this, this, in this, uh, right now, this, they give you like themes and different things to do. How mm-hmm. real is it that, because it looks insane. It looks like you got five minutes to do something that should take five hours. Um, it's actually pretty real. Um, sometimes, you know, you once you hear like what the like the what the actual what... challenge is, right? Um, you kind of just have a plan for it. But then, as you're going through it, it doesn't really work out the way you think it would. So you kind of always have to have a plan B, like a bunch of backup plans as to what can actually work. And you do you are on a time constraint, so. I mean, things just go at like a thousand miles an hour and you're just doing one thing and you've got this thing working and it's just actually pretty crazy. Yeah. And it's it, like that. it is. And this is harder than even some of the other shows because baking is like a science. And that's one of the things that that is interesting to me about this particular championship show because it, it is not like, you know, if you're doing a savory dish, I mean, you can adjust it or whatever. You can't really do that so much in baking. That's one reason why this this championship particular show is more interesting to me. First of all, because I love baking, um, but mm-hmm. also just because it is a science and you, you there's you don't have as much play that you have with, with your recipes. I got to ask about the host because I love all of all of the host. I think Lorraine is probably from a baking standpoint is actually my favorite of the three mm-hmm. um, be, because she's actually a true pastry chef as opposed to Nancy Fuller. But of the three, I mean, which one did you like the best? Lorraine is actually my favorite. She was awesome. Um, definitely boosted my confidence and I was so scared up there and she just kind of brought me down a little bit and made me feel a little bit more calm and more confident. Well, and she's absolutely beautiful, right? I mean, come yeah, on. That too. I mean, how does she look like that, you know, and, and be a pastry chef? It's like ridiculous. And I don't and, know because I don't look like that when I'm in the kitchen <laughs> at all. So. <laughs> now, did you have a chance when you were back there to like sample any of their baking? I did not, unfortunately. Um, we uh, pretty much just was able to go roam free at at the end of the the day, just kind of go find like food around the city, and that was about it. 
All right. Now, did you get to meet any of the other uh, uh, people from the network? Like any of the other um, stars? Like, you know, um, I guess most of them do their shows from their own home sets or whatever. No, I just uh, pretty much met the judges and the hosts, and that was pretty much about it. Well, when does it start airing? How can we see it? Um, it starts on Monday. It will air at 9 p.m., and uh, that's pretty much the beginning of it. All right. Now, I, I, I know that you, before I let you go, I know your favorite dessert mm-hmm. to make is cheesecake. Have you ever had a savory cheesecake? Have you ever had the alligator cheesecake at Giacomo's? I in actually did. My friend took me out there, and it was quite interesting. What? Girl, you're like the only one I've ever talked to outside New Orleans who's had the alligator cheesecake. Yeah, um, I asked the locals there. I asked them where should I go, and everybody told me to go try Giacomo's cheesecake, and it was. I liked it. My friend didn't wasn't too big on it, but I also like super adventurous food. So well, you might need new friends because I don't know anybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thank you so much for joining us tonight, and, and uh, fingers crossed for you. I'm hoping you're going to take the take take the prize at the end of it. But either way, I'm sure you're having some fun. Monday at yes, Monday at nine PM on the Food Network. All right, yes, girl. Correct. Jamie, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. All right. Okay, so it is the round out it of this week's. It is time for Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. Uh, you know, I hate to sound redundant, but you know, uh well should I end on the hero of the week or stink of the week? DJ Carrots? End on the hero. I'll end on that hero. Okay, so for stink of the week, I'm gonna start with the runner up. Stink of the week runner up has got to be Google. Because Google is run by all these far-left liberals who you know have been trying to paint the Republican Party and Donald Trump as the party that hates women, that's going around abusing women and harassing women all over the place. Remember Mitt Romney and his binders full of women? Well, come to find out, Google, uh, how were they handling sexual harassment allegations in the workplace? By uh, giving all these, um, what's it called, uh, parachute deals, these mil- paying millions of dollars in exit packages to male executives, paying them off basically who are accused of misconduct. These are the same people that we're saying. Uh, every accuser, believe all women, right? The same people are the saying that Brett Kavanaugh, that it was okay to destroy him personally and professionally on the basis of no evidence whatsoever. So there was a walkout the other day all, uh, from all these uh, female employees who were saying, hey, wait, a- what about me? Now, I don't know if any of the accusations against these executives were true or not, but what I'm saying is what is true is the double standard and the hypocrisy on the part of the left when it comes to sexual harassment, these Me Too accusations. Um, The winner of Stink of the Week has to be Don Lemon, who in the course of one statement said, we shouldn't be demonizing groups of people, but the biggest threat to the country are some white people that are men. Well, I guess, I guess white men aren't people because he says you're not supposed to demonize people. Then he turned right around and demonized an entire group of people, showing absolutely how racist he is. Uh, hero of the Week, uh, runner-up for Hero of the Week, um, is uh, this came from Chet, who called in earlier. He said the, he, he thought the Hero of the Week should be uh, the Pittsburgh Hospital who took care of and responded to uh, the tragedy that occurred at the synagogue. And, of course, uh, we can never forget that it uh, the first line, uh, some of the first responders, if you will, are in the medical community that have to deal in these trauma centers and try to keep people alive that have been, you know, under attack like this. Um, but I have to give Hero of the Week, and thank you for that suggestion, Chet. I have to give Hero of the Week to President Trump because this is a man, as James Woods pointed out, who's not, he he's working for free. He's donating his salary. He's lost money to be president of the United States. And amidst the attacks on him 
that are still going away, underway, by the way, in the form of the Mueller investigation. He's trying to stop the invasion that's happening at our border. He is, he's trying to enforce our immigration laws. He's trying to do on his own what the Republican Party has been promising now since Obama took office, to provide border security, to seal the border, to stop the, the scourge of illegal immigration coming into this country. So he's got to be my hero of the week. Um, got to remind everybody in the time I have left, remember to vote yes on Prop 6. Voting is underway. If you're going in, go to sandigorepublicans.org. Find out how to vote on all the ballot initiatives, but make sure there is an error in the voting guide. They are lying to you. A yes on Prop 6 is to repeal the gas tax. Make sure you vote on that. Um, make sure you uh, enter to win a contest and come and join us down at Golden Hall Tuesday. We're going to be there live from 6 to 11 p.m., and uh, DJ Carrot Sticks will not be live with me down there, but he will be taking calls that night. So it's not like he won't. It, it won't be a DJ Carrot Stick-less event. He will be with us, just not down at Golden Hall. But Ed Martin's going to be here. It's going to be super fun. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Stay safe. And go Tigers!